0: welcome again to The Monster Sci-Fi Show. I'm your host, The Monster. And I'm back with Obi-Wan Kenobi, part five of this mess. So let's begin with this whole deleted scene kind of sequence that never happened in any of the prequels. But apparently this is something that had to have been done or alluded to sometime during their relationship I will give them points of what they were trying to get across about Anakin's kind of tunnel vision about having to need having this need to win at all costs so to speak I think and I'm not knocking Hayden whatsoever I just think it's apparently how old he's gotten yes he has the hair he's got the ponytail. He looks like a Padawan, but the de-aging could have helped just a bit in this sequence. That's all I'm saying. It, it would have helped that sequence better. Moving on, we now see Reva getting promoted to Grand Inquisitor. And, okay, I, I guess that's what she's always been vying for since the first episode. She's always been ruffling feathers of all her uh, other Brothers and sisters, especially the Grand Inquisitor who, eh, something happened to him. I don't know. Stuff happens. We now go into attack mode in which we have Vader launching his attack squad, which Reva now leads. In doing so, this is the moment in which when we have Obi-Wan and Reva on opposite sides of this blast door. This is what I think should have happened a lot earlier only because Reva has been such a blank slate of a character that we don't know her motivations. We see this image that gets repeated from the beginning of the series, at the very beginning with younglings being slaughtered, which we've seen before with Order 66, but now we see it from her point of view and talked about how she thought Anakin was there to help save them. That said she hit in the bodies of of her other fallen comrades, kids, and there were cold dead bodies. But I'm like, but you got found out, so you weren't there that long. I would have loved to see that process of her being indoctrinated to follow the Empire, for her to change what she was taught with the Jedis to now following the Sith discipline. That would have been great. Here's the thing that I bumped my head against is that there's no stakes with Vader or Obi-Wan or Leia or any other gnome people who are going to be seen again in a couple of years or, what, another 10 years in A New Hope. So there is no real stakes in which characters will die. So give this situation for Reva that we have no idea who she is and give us a story within that parameter and make it make that compelling. It's a terrible thing that this happened to Riva. Obi Wan understands that Anakin is blinded by victory, and that if their mutual end goals are aligned, they can form a good partnership. And they kind of, kind of get there. And I thought that would be great because you know Anakin is not going to kill Obi Wan in this series. But if something happens to Reva, oh, well, but at least then we get some drama. So at, at that point, Vader comes down. He's like, I'll take care of getting Obi-Wan, whatever. Now, of course, the plan is was to lure him further inside and see the the rescue ship or the the, the refugee ship fly away. And then in a great sequence, I'm like, yeah. Give me that. Vader brings down the ship using the Force and rips up part of the hull. But then another ship behind it escapes. And he's like, I'm tired. I can't. I'm spent. (laughs) And I'm like, really? You couldn't do that again? Because, again, is this because it's young Vader? and He doesn't know how to tap more into the dark side to bring more of that down? Uh, I, I felt weird about this only because considering how strong he is and how tough he is, you would have thought, no, I got more and I could bring it down easily. The upside was that because Anakin Vader was distracted, this was the perfect time for Reva to go ahead and then attack him. Perfect. And of course, that plan failed. And I'm glad it failed the way it did, because, you know, Reva is going all at it. And really, this is her moment. She's waited all this time. But honestly, this is now episode five that we should have had a lot sooner for us to care about. Is she going to survive this? That's the thing that we should be knowing. But she gets stabbed. Hmm. Nah, she's a goner. She's going to die from there, right? Wrong. <laughs> well, first off, before she collapses or you know passes out, the Inquisitor comes back and takes back his little badge and slaps it on him. It's like, look at me now. I'm the Inquisitor. I'm the Grand Inquisitor now. So there you got that coming back. And I'm like, dude, I know you're still alive in Rebels, but that's not the point. Because now you have Riva on the floor, you can tell her, you know, re- revenge is a great way of staying alive and so forth. But I'm like, yeah, but Qui-Gon got stabbed. He died. Darth Maul got cut in half and he didn't die. But I get what you're going with. But you're really reducing the efficacy of a lightsaber in this dance. As such, we're going to just leave you to die. Bye. So all the troopers leave, all the ships leave, and then we have Reva being aware of this device, not a homing beacon, but a, a communication beacon that reveals the location of Tatooine and how there's a boy there that Leia and somehow him are connected and something to that effect. And I'm like, that's great, but she's going to die in a minute. Doesn't make a difference how she knows. And I'm like, wait, what do you mean she's leaving this planet? She's crawling over and gets this information, and then of course the next episode she's still alive and she manages to get to Tatooine. Which, first off, she's not in any condition to get there, and two, what ship that she had there that was waiting for her for, to get in there? Was it the torn up? ship that Vader just took down with the Force, and she repaired that miraculously with a like a a, a serious wound in her? No. I don't get it how this was even possible. But in any case, she knows that she has to get the Tatooine, and then we end with a shot of poor Luke in his dusty bed or a sandy bed, because, you know, sand gets everywhere. And boom, We're done with episode five. And that's it. There's not a whole lot to really delve deep into. Although I did forget to mention that Tal sacrificed herself (laughs) in the process after it was revealed about Reva's background to Obi-Wan. So I'm like, all right. But Tal, you know, gives her a compelling speech about her need to do what she does because of what has been going on and she couldn't abide by that. Her little holster that she kept, she kept like little notches of all the Jedis that she had saved. I'm like, okay. But again, considering how Tala has been used, you you could have ridden her out a much sooner point. She could have died in the last episode and it would have been fine, but in any case... She went out with a bang. Literally, she went out with a bang. Alright, and that's all I gotta say. That's the end of episode 5. Sorry! Part 5! I gotta correct myself. Alright, so on that note, thank you very much for listening to me and to the Monster Sci-Fi Show. It's sci-fi! From a certain point of view. Good night. here wish you could keep up on dc comics but don't have the time or the money not a problem join cletus jacobs and i as we bring you recaps and commentary on dc comics television movies and more whether they are good or not the earth station dcu podcast comes out weekly and is part of the eso network this has been a broadcast of the eso network